Hey everyone, uh, this is Sam and Nat back with another episode of That's a Bug. This time we're recording remotely due to all the COVID-19 uh, working from home and all that. So hopefully this works out. So hey Nat, how's it going? It's going great, Sahim. All right, so to start off, I'm going to talk about the, the previous episode, actually. So we talked about the uh, Google Maps hack. If you want to call that a hack, uh, it is definitely a way to kind of trick uh, Google Maps into thinking there was a traffic jam. So we actually contacted the guy who did that, uh, Simon Weckert, and he actually replied. The question we had for him, because Nat and I talked about it, we were wondering like how easy it was. And, and Nat, I think you've, you mentioned that I'm sure that that you were sure that it, it took him more than one or two tries to make this happen. Oh, for sure. Like the way that that came together, that's not a fluke. Yeah. So, so we asked him that and I'm going to read out the email that Simon uh, sent us. He said, yes, I have spent up to one hour in one spot walking forward and backward in the street. The key is that I was trying to simulate stop and go traffic by running and stopping for a while. And therefore Google thought it must be a stop and go traffic jam. So an hour, one spot. So that would just be on one try. I guess he didn't answer the part where like had lots of tries, but I would bet if he spent an hour in the road, I mean, he obviously wasn't doing this during rush hour either. Cause I like watching that video, he was, during a quiet time. So in Ber it was in Berlin, right? Yes. So he would have been found like four in the, well, I guess it was daylight. So it would have been, you know, what, 5.30 in the morning, maybe if it was summer. It's pretty neat. Uh, I mean, we've, we've all gone through the rabbit hole of trying to reproduce a bug and trying all kinds of things. And once, uh, once you get to that, because you know that something is going to break, I I've definitely spent hours. Yeah, he'd probably make a good tester. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, anyway, very... He did it for art, but it's, uh, it's, what we do quite often for for a living i mean he did, did too but a different use case i guess yeah that's awesome that he replied okay so for this episode we're going to actually go back to 2007 uh which <laughs> was a long time ago so i talked about the podcast on a, like a testing slack group and somebody suggested uh an eve online bug eve online is the uh, is an mmo uh, a massively multiplayer online game i I'm not sure if I get the acronym right, but uh, so it's an online game. Uh, I've heard of this. It's it's pretty popular. It's still being played quite a bit. There was a bug where Windows boot.ini file got deleted as part of the installation of an expansion pack. The, the EVE Online community still jokes about it. So do you want to expand on that? After you, uh, you mentioned it, I went and read up and uh, yeah, definitely very interesting. And what, what, what the parts of it that I found interesting may, may not be the most interesting parts of the, the bug, like the effect that it had was, was quite substantial. But for me, when I looked at the, um, the, the, the person who shared the, the bulk of the information about what really happened, was one of the developers on the the team, and and how for me when I saw it, I was like, I looked at the date that it happened. It was you know just before Christmas or whatever in in two thousand seven, and a week after that, he divulges all this. This is really what happened, and they had a it was a kind of a perfect storm of of issues that that uh, came about. But in essence, they have a boot.ini file bundled in with the game. They were using a non, their, their non-standard update 
installer or patch. I guess it was a patch uh, tool that they used to release patches out to their their uh, to, to all the gamers out there. And uh, it wasn't the one that they normally use because they were trying to send out a bigger graphics package and they needed additional compression. And uh, so anyway, so there was a that it was a non-standard tool. They had this boot any file that was a part of their their package, which is a bit of a flaw in in their game, but it had been that way since the beginning. And then when they when they released it, I think the the new tool or the different patcher was looking at the the way that you stated each file that was being updated and the way that it was expecting it was like a full path name and they just put the same way that they normally did the boot.ini in, in parenthesis and for whatever reason the difference made it so that they overwrote the boot.ini file or deleted it and it never came back to the right location therefore the next time any any developer any gamer that put the applied the patch got the upgrade when they went to reboot their computer was crippled yeah. uh, it wouldn't boot up so it would have been a big surprise you know night of gaming great shut down your computer then the next day you go to power up and you're like oh and this is back in 2007 so not everybody had smartphones so you're like and presumably only have one computer in the house and you reboot and can't reboot and, and you don't know what the hell happened right so you get a normally right now if that happened to me something like that happens to me next thing i do is take out my phone or access some like find another way to access the internet and google this information and see what happened so i think you you said you you posted up and there were some people what what did um a couple of people in reddit i think you said kind of shared their experience going through it because i i didn't this wasn't a this wasn't an issue that i was familiar with i wasn't a gamer at this point in time i had kind of retired from from gaming but you you so you posted up on reddit and some people uh shared their experience didn't they that's right so uh the eve online community on reddit uh i posted there asking about it, how they were affected by it many of the people there uh like there was one person i was talking to his name is simon on reddit and unfortunately i wasn't able to connect with him for recording but he said again feel free to share his uh his story he said he was he was so addicted to this game and and he was, was playing it all the time and one day he couldn't get back into his computer he was so peeved for this his his partner at the time was also getting really mad at him for playing this game all the time and he couldn't figure out what was going on either and anyway so he, did he think it was the game no he had no idea it was the game he said his computer stopped working oh. um, but then his partner uh figured this out and went on the internet and the forums and everything and actually ended up fixing the computer for him uh, using a recovery CD or like a, one of those Windows recovery CDs that most people had at the time. Uh, and this affected only Windows XP and not Windows Vista from what I read. I th- and I think, yeah, because it wouldn't have had the, the same um, boot file. It's kind of odd to me that the game also had a file named the same thing, but maybe there's a reason for that that I don't know. Uh, yeah. But it makes it risky. That's yeah, cool. it was uh, the developer who who talked about it just said, you know, it was he he used the term legacy. It's the way it was always done. Like I think the game dates back from 2001 or whatever. So when they bundled in all the the, the files for the the game and everything, they they for whatever reason they used the same file name. It was probably just accidental. Um, and then the other thing that you could say, well, why doesn't Windows protect those things? Well, anyway, actually, this guy didn't blame Windows. He said, it's not their fault. 
you know, we are the developers. It's our job to make sure that we don't do anything stupid with these files. Um, we know that they're not protected. And so he yeah. totally fessed up. He just said it was kind of the, yes, that was one of the, it led to it. The other thing he said is then they tested, they, they had dual boot machines. And so the game actually was installed on a, on a, on a drive or a drive where the operating system wasn't installed. So it actually didn't cause the same effect in, in their test environment. So yeah. it's just kind of all these things kind of led to, to the issue. But can you imagine these days you install like a, an update for, for Facebook or an update for one of your apps on your phone that just cripples your phone? Yeah. Uh, to me, it's also funny that the, like the other people that on Reddit that were talking about it, many of them uh, actually were really mad at the game for just kind of destroying their computer and all these things. It didn't, I mean, it was, it was easily recoverable if you have a Windows recovery CD and you replace the file, but presumably you have to be a little bit tech savvy to, to do that. But, and some people said that at the time they were kind of mad at the game and said that they wouldn't play this game ever again. And, <laughs> but they're in the EVE online forum right now in 2020 <laughs> and saying that like, yeah, I, I'm still playing this game. <laughs> wow. These, these games are addictive. I, I remember like even before, like I, I, this wasn't a game that I played, but um, I, I'll date myself a little bit here in the really early days. So I would have been, Oh, probably 13, 14. And we were dialing up into the local bulletin boards and uh, literally with a like a 2400 baud modem. And we dial in and there was one in town here that had eight lines. And so eight, that meant eight people could dial up to it and you'd play these online games and every time you and they would you know i would do like one line at a time with a 2400 baud some of them had 14 four or something like that so it would fill up like a page at a time but you they had this game a couple of different games and it was just text-based so you'd read and then play like it would read out you'd select something and you get one turn per day um, but can you like I remember even being addicted to that and it was like the early day multiplayer game everybody would sign in get their one turn a day and there was one that was like risk um, but you'd only get one turn per day so it would expand it was like the game of risk that lasted 40 days or 50 days or whatever you wow. go in and you get one turn it was called global wars I think um, but yeah people That's... I mean and then as games got better and better you you, you just get addicted to going online and playing and and doing as much as he can so i can imagine a gamer just all of a sudden being locked out of their machine i'm going like losing their marbles right <laughs> exactly uh, that's really cool i like the bulletin board thing i never got into that um and i played a lot of like early multiplayer games but i'm also not a gamer yeah there was one one called legends of the red dragon and it was actually like if you missed a turn, you it would kind of be like a ladder. You would accumulate stuff in the game, like you know, a better ar better armor, better sword, better whatever. And every day you could go into the woods and and fight creatures. And every time you beat a creature, and it was just like a silly thing, but you'd swing your sword and it would give you money or something that leave behind. Um, and once you did your seven or ten fights or whatever, that was it for the day. Then you could go do a couple of things in the town. And but it was the same things every time, but the outcome was just kind of like a slightly randomized outcome. 
and just enough to keep your interest. And, and then you, you're, but you were competing against hundreds of other people that would sign in throughout the day. And so every day someone would be like one upping each other in the, in the ladder, depending on how lucky they got. But if you missed a day, you'd fall behind because some people were playing every single day. Right. Yeah. yeah. That would have been yeah 90 early nineties anyway. So back to this bug, let's say like, so from then they, they've also said that they changed their testing practices uh, in Eve Online that they're, they're now testing in various configurations. Yeah, which we've seen in other things too. Like anytime you see a bug uh, that kind of missed and you realize, all right, I need to test in this type of configuration that you probably didn't think of. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They, they went to, you know, the more standard install, um, You'd even said that it didn't, I guess if it's the boot dot and INI, it didn't affect Linux, it didn't affect Vista, it affected the small. I think the numbers were actually pretty small, which it, I thought the developer said that they, they had received like 200 phone calls or something like that, which yeah. seems low in today's numbers from a game perspective. But the fact that you see it, like people were referencing this, at, like that's, you know, as an inside joke to the gaming community. And that is, to me, you know, if it only affected 200 people, how did this even really register? Like, now, I'm sure it affected a lot more people. I don't think people realized that this was the, the game affecting them. Oh, uh, yeah, so maybe. because like you don't expect like you're playing the game fine and everything is all good and then like you said earlier they shut down the computer and the next day wouldn't turn on uh, anyway actually one of the reddit posts actually said that this person also had like a computer repair businesses business and it kind of gave them a lot of business from <laughs> this bug <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty easy fix too yeah, I mean, it, it basically just removed one of the, the files. If I remember correctly, it wasn't uncommon if you would install a game, you'd sometimes change some of the settings in these files and the values. Like, I, it, this wouldn't have been the only game to make changes to to this file. When you mentioned the issue and you just said boot.ini, I was like, oh, I remember issues with that. But this wasn't at all the the bug that I that I because uh, I recall other problems being caused by this, but this one was you know clearly they deleted the file entirely and, and uh, crippled a bunch of computers. But so I was a bit a bit uh, lost when I first started reading that description of the bug and the developer talking about. It. I'm like, oh, this isn't the issues that I had remembered from that. Because um, and then I googled more broadly and I couldn't find any other games or whatever where this occurred. But I'm sure there were. It was definitely one of the more interesting uh, ones from a research perspective, getting to go back to 2007 and like, oh, yeah, that's how Windows worked. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And also just to going back to that time, I remember that it's a little different from now, like not having access to multiple internet connected machines. Yeah.